Welcome to the Central Church Vegas Valley podcast. We're going to dive deeper into all that Pastor Judd shared with us this last weekend and talk about some important things we have coming up. Here's Pastor Nick and the team. Yes, there he is. Right there for you. Hopefully you're already learning the get up by Blanco Brown because he's going to be here, folks. Yeah, Vegas he Valley. He will be joining us October 19th and 20th. I'm fired up. I've been practicing every day. I've been trying to do the uh, the hoedown part where you kick your legs up real high to the sides. I've been practicing that to try to get more height. Ooh, that's good. I, I probably need to be practicing more every day, especially sure. if I'm doing this thing. For sure. Stage. I do like the lazy man get up, I think. I just like fake doing the full action. Right. It's just like, no, I'm cool. Look, short, short movement, small movements. Full commitment, full off the ground, get up moves. What about Mr. Matt Publico? Go hard or go home. I mean, no, Travis taught me a little bit, so I guess I know the lazy man one a little bit. um, (laughs) We were watching the TikTok one earlier, and I was like, wow, that's like next level. That's totally different. I give props to anyone that could possibly like (laughs) put the two together, like the original and the TikTok version. So maybe, I don't know. We'll see what I can do. That's awesome. Well, hopefully, if you have no idea what we're talking about, let's just break this down real quick. October 19th and 20th, Fall Fest. Already was going to be awesome. We were going to have free pumpkins for kids. Still are. It sounded like I was nixing that. We're still going to have free pumpkins for kids that check into their classes. We're going to have to their environments. Why did I say classes? Into their kids' environments. And then we're also going to have... Uh, incredible outdoor environments at all our Vegas Valley locations, almost carnival style. So just in that alone, there was reason to come to Fall Fest weekend. And then we got the news that Mr. Blanco Brown, who has the number one single on the Billboard country music chart for the last 13, I think this is going on 14 weeks with the get up. He's going to be here performing that song, that single for five experiences at Central Henderson, and then we'll be going live into all of our Vegas Valley locations and creating a fun environment around that song for the weekend. So it's just, it's going to be can't miss, and what it's a dancing song. So if you if you love to line dance, um, if you got into the Cupid Shuffle oh, yeah. or uh, other dances that kind of walk you through the dance as you go, um, this is another one of those, and it's a lot of fun, and you can YouTube the get up and it's G I T just like you would think Yeah, get up, um, and start learning the dance. If, if you, if you care to, if it's, if it's on your heart. And I heard, I heard the central live practicing right now and they're preparing a teach you how to do it moment. So hopefully over the next couple of weeks, we'll get it ready, but it's going to be awesome. And, you know, as always, the whole idea here is we were just, I mean, thanks to Nick for reaching out to Blanco and landing this, but um, how much easier and more fun is this conversation to have with your friends, with your servers, with people that you bump into to invite them to church? Like, it's not just a normal thing. You have something fun and exciting to talk about. Like, hey, I don't know if you happen to see Blanco's been doing halftime shows. Um, And like I said, this is pretty big. So a lot of people have heard the song. Um, and you could say, you could see him in person, come check it out at my church. Like it, it has this interest behind it and that's what we're all about. Um, this is the type of thing that helps us introduce people to Jesus. So I'm fired up. And I think that kind of leads us into that one thing you got to know basically, uh, which is invite your friends, right? 
Yeah, it is. And, you know, little teeth around that. Um, for Fall Fest weekend, like, I think so many times we kind of, as a church, get caught up in, like, all the cool that it could be for our kids, for our spouse, for our family, um, how much fun we're going to have at church that weekend, which you will. Like, obviously, like, we want our church family, we want the central family to have a lot of fun at Fall Fest. But that's not the reason that we put so much effort, so much work, so many resources into creating this great environment. Like you were saying, Brandon, we truly do want you to have an easy invite for your friends. And listen, just as Christ followers in in general, carrying the mission statement, introducing people to Jesus and helping them follow him. Like, you know, we all need to be equipped to be able to go out and just share Jesus with anyone. We also get that there's times that that conversation might be a little intimidating. You might not feel prepared for it yet. Um, and we could always better ourselves to prepare for basically sharing Jesus with someone and helping lead someone to Christ. But we also know like we can take advantage of these easy invites, like walk up to a friend, family, your one friend, a neighbor, um, just talk about how, you know, there's this incredible event at your church and they, you know, a number one, uh, on the billboard chart artist with a single that like just is rocking it is going to be there. And there's this outdoor event and there's free pumpkins and you need to come, you need to come check it out. Cause here's what you know is what's going to happen at your church. You know that we're going to be all about making your friend, your family member, your neighbor feel accepted and belong because they truly do. You know, we're going to try to break down any barriers. You know, we're going to try to wow them, try to show them so much love. And then, you know, when they get in that room there, that we're going to be very intentional about sharing Jesus with them. We've got an incredible, incredible senior pastor with such a heart for the loss. So, you know, that everything's going to be in line for them to hear from God. And man, if the Holy Spirit was at work in their life, like he's going to, he's going to prompt them in that moment. And it all started from just your invite to an awesome weekend. So anyways, I know I'm rambling, but that's the one thing you got to know. There's the heart, the reason why we do fall fest and these other events like this is for your one friends. Yeah, that's huge. And, uh, you know, you talked a lot about how this place is set up to be welcoming and, um, to do the best possible environment for those friends, for those guests. And that's why uh, it's awesome to have this team with us here today. So we got um, Travis, who leads our first impressions ministry, and uh, Matt Publico, who's a part of that. Woo. And these guys have been on the front lines um, trying to better just that. And I just want to take a second and say, man, this past weekend, these guys set up a pour over coffee station mm-hmm. just for first time guests. So imagine that you bring like a family member or a friend for the first time. They're walking into the church. We have this whole special area set up just to say, hello, welcome answer any questions they might have and then they get this like hand poured pour over coffee just to say welcome and i know you guys were talking about some of the big success there was um that people were kind of hanging around why don't you tell us a little bit about what that experience was like setting that all up yeah i'll start man it's incredible just the week one launch of it um just the vision and thought last week of like how can we have a better community there of new people um and volunteers and staff together where it's less of an exchange and less of a, like a timed, like a, oh, rush, but more of a community aspect where people can hang out, feel loved, and we can get to know them the first week they're on campus. Uh, and it was incredible. Like Brandon said, a lot of families hung out. A lot of people were interested. What is that? Uh, you can smell it from uh, from a while. Yeah. From the whole lobby smelled like coffee, which is amazing. 
And we're just all about just trying to introduce people to Jesus, but trying to make new people feel wowed, but feel welcomed uh, and feel like they belong, like right the first weekend. And big shout out to Matt. Matt was the head barista this weekend and was was teaching me all the stuff. But yeah, what did you think, Matt? (laughs) No, it's so cool. Yeah, just the opportunity to really get to chat with people and talk with people. Um, I think what was really cool about it was the idea of it creates more of an intentional relationship. Um, Like we're doing this on purpose. And instead of people just becoming a a name and number that gets put down on a piece of paper, it's like, hey, let's actually talk over a cup of coffee or like, let's get to know your story a little bit. And the amount of stories I got to hear, just like new people that are here, not necessarily from Vegas. Like they're like, hey, I'm here for the first time, like visiting or I just moved here. I want to come in. I would have never known that if it wasn't for like talking over me doing a pour over which was just super cool. And I thought it was a, it was awesome to just create more of a, that purposeful relationship, which I think is so cool. And ho- hopefully, you know, you listening, no matter what location you're at, you know, at central Henderson, they tried this out. Like a, it was like such a super easy, super, uh, relatively cheap and doesn't need like a whole lot of machinery or things to even get it done. Like, but what they thought of is like, Hey, what's something we can do like le- low resource wise. And I hope you ca- grab this heart in it. And it's all about like, Hey, you know, it's not just like checking a box or getting somebody to fill out a contact form or just like doing my job, right? Like I just have a role to perform. And so therefore, you know, I'll perform that. No, like constantly these guys, uh, Travis and Matt Publico and Jenna, who's down there and all of our first impression, you know, team, like it's all about like, how do we, um, get into people's worlds and start creating intentional relationships as quickly as possible because we don't want to see them fall off. And I just love that heart is it's like, they just want to get to know people and start doing life with them right away. Um, don't waste a day. And that coffee just provides that five, 10 extra minutes that you can spend with someone and get to know that much more of their story. Yeah. And I would challenge people listening that they bring their one friend any of the Vegas Valley locations that you bring them to the new decentral area. Yeah. I think sure. it, it's big. It's impactful. Just gets a community around them. I know you're supporting them and you're praying for them, but it allows us to do the same as well. And as you know, like a more people take an army, if we got to do it and we'll just love to love on them. So, and they get a really cool e- email video by yes, me. It's coming out. <laughs> yeah. Actually goes that's, out that's this well weekend. So if you brought someone so last weekend, so you got to see important. this video. <laughs> No, it's so cool. And I mean, all the, all the locations around, uh, the Valley have come up with cool ways to do different things with coffee. Like I know at Summerlin, uh, you can get Samba Latte coffee, coffee every week, um, in their lobby that's donated, which is really cool. So everyone kind of has their own spin on it. A little bougie. Cause we know how y'all are in Summerlin. Like it can't be the Folgers crystals. I heard it's gotta be Samba Latte. Yeah. So, uh, number one coffee shop in town. It's cool. Uh, man, so awesome. But, uh, thanks guys for, um, tuning in. If this is your first time, uh, you know, as you heard in the intro, what we're really all about is we just want to kind of increase this community feel and just stay a part of your week. Um, it's number one important thing. We want to get everyone to the weekend. We're pointing you to the weekend. It's the most important time. It allows us to live in community together. And this is just a fun way during the middle of the week to kind of check back in and reflect. So what we love to do is think back to the weekend and we just share like what, what did Pastor Judd bring that was, uh, you know, impactful to our own lives and our hearts. And, uh, hopefully it just spurs some thoughts in your mind and we can, be sharing with you how we're applying this stuff into our life and i would love to hear back from from you guys all as well but we're on this journey with you it all starts in the weekend so make it a priority in fact right now 
we're coming up on week two of a four week challenge where we're just trying to point everyone like make it four weeks in a row can you do that so maybe you're coming into this thing late maybe you made it last week i'm not sure but try to jump in with us and just see how god can use that in your life like come these the last three weeks of this four week challenge um it's been awesome to just have that consistent touch in mm. with uh, your community and with God. And uh, we think it's so important. So make sure you make that the, uh, the biggest thing. And uh, on that note, we can dive in to the weekend. Uh, this last Love weekend it. continued our series of um, all the feels and Judd kind of talked about the whole idea of sadness as, as an emotion and it is super powerful. Um, lots to get into here, but I'll, I'll open it up to y'all. Like what kind of stuck out to you as something, uh, that triggered something in you or that kind of inspired you for your week? Yeah. Good. That's it. We're all not trying not to talk at once, man. What, one of the, you know, obviously I, I told Judd this personally, like, I feel like I'm always just such a student of his and just even how, you know how gracefully walking and really putting himself uh, in the place of someone that's uh, suffering from depression all the way to suffering from extreme depression. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. And just, you know, the, the level of clarity he had there, I feel like the level of calmness of just like helping them really see like, Hey, here's the best things you can do in your life. You know, like don't, be ashamed of taking medication. Like if that's, what's been prescribed for you, like be confident in that. And, um, you know, to seek help, to seek professional help when you're struggling and, um, to have the confidence to go and do that because that's, you know, the best place to start. And just, um, obviously at central, like we have so many great care team members and pastors and people that will pray and walk alongside. And I really feel like have some great skills, but, um, we would even self-admit that like we don't have all the answers when it comes you know medically to uh, extreme depression and so i think it's really important that um you know first and foremost like if that's you and you're listening to this um for any reason like first of all like don't be afraid to like speak up and reach out because like a um your church family anyone here at central myself included we just want to surround you pray for you lift you up um but then also we know that even we're not totally equipped to to medically help someone through that, and so just seeking the right yeah, the right the right treatment, the right help, professional help, and um, it's just good. And I I just thought Judd's message was so awesome this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think what really stood out to me is he he quoted this line. He said you learn more in the lows than you do in the highs. And I thought that was just a really cool Mm. opportunity to put me back in my seat and just realize to look back at the lows and be like, wow, like look how much I did actually learn in those times where I thought I was in like some of my darkest moments or where I shine the brightest. Um, and I thought it was cool how you related that to the story in first Kings, um, verse eight, the last one he said, so he got up ate and drank and the food gave him enough strength to travel 40 days and 40 nights to Mount, I think it's Sinai, Sinai. Uh, the mountain of God. And just prior to that, for more context was he was talking about how the Elijah just felt like he was at the end of the road. He yeah. just wanted to end oh, it. Yeah. He's like, God, just take my life. But it was cool how God's like, no, I have so much more planned for you. And little do you know that where you are now is where you're going to be your strongest. Right. And he's like, just take from me what I'm giving you. And then he did that and look where he's, God's taking him. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That was very cool. Um, real quick flyover, which again, if you missed it, it's so easy to jump on the central app. 
uh, just download that thing and there's the you can always go back and catch back up uh, so you can view this message or the whole experience I'd encourage you to do so but uh, the main Bible story here in first Kings that Matt's talking about it's it's one of my favorites I actually remembered it as a kid like hearing it and it still stuck with me back then how cool it was but I'll just blitz through it in like 30 seconds um, uh, the prophet Elijah, he's kind of in this battle between people who are believing in false gods and they end up having this showdown where they like, like set up a sacrifice and said, whoever can call down fire from heaven to consume this sacrifice, it'll prove that they serve the real God. So Elijah's like taunting these other guys like, Oh, what can your God not hear you? Is he asleep? Like what's the problem? And he lets them go and go and go and go and nothing happens. And then when he kind of steps up as a prophet of, you know, the one true God, um, he has them drench his with water, like buckets and buckets of water completely drown this whole area. And then he does one prayer and God sends down fire from heaven, which burns everything up, including the stones and everything, just totally uh, consuming it to prove that, you know, he is the, the real one true God. Um, which is just such a, a story of victory. But where Judd took mm -hmm. it is immediately thereafter, which is a context that I had never you know, caught on to before, he hits this point that Matt's talking about, one of his lowest lows. When he's fleeing, he's running away, he's in the desert, he literally prays to die. Like, I've had enough. I want to die. Take my life. Hmm. Um, and like that's how quick this stuff happens. So, you know, maybe you're experiencing like a high, maybe you're experiencing a low, but... Uh, we all have those peaks and valleys and uh, that verse that you shared Matt I think is so cool because it's uh, like God showed up mm. like he was at his like you know rock bottom in a sense and God showed up and provided him exactly what he needed in fact he said like if you don't eat well, let me find it if you don't eat and sleep you will not have enough strength for the journey uh, the journey will be too much for you is basically what he said so like God knows what you need and he will provide what you need to accomplish his purpose. So like you can have faith in that. And so that stuck out to me the most, like, um, I should always have faith that in any circumstance, whatever God's plan is for me, he will provide for it. Like whatever, like whatever he has for me, as long as I'm just obedient, he will give me exactly what I need. It might not be what I think I need, right? right. Yeah. It might not be easygoing and super cushy, but like whatever I actually need will always be there. So I just thought that was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thought that stuck out to me in the message um, is never stop being thankful. Mm -hmm. And not yeah. always, and he described like thankful in all situations, not always for all, or in all circumstances, not always for all circumstances. So you can still be thankful in the circumstance. Um, but not like entirely for like being in it, but be thankful while you're in it. And yeah. so I love that thought. Um, it's really challenged me to like what in the past, what haven't I been thankful for like mm. in it? Like I can still be thankful. And I think that's bring out, what brings out joy in a, in a situation and brings out hope, uh, to know that their days are better ahead. And like, this is just a circumstance that's going to be a short term and I need to be thankful in it and I'll, I'll get through it and God will get me through it for sure. Did anybody write down that like he, I meant to write it down and like I was like mid, I can't even remember what I was doing, but he had said something along the lines of like, those that are, those that are like truly happy, those that are, they didn't choose happiness. They chose gratitude. Is that? Yeah. It's not is, happiness that makes us grateful. It's gratitude that makes us happy. That, uh, that's what it was. It's pretty awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. a good one, Chad. Well Sweet. done. 
that's that's exactly the one I was looking for. I but it's so down. true. Like, you know, like I and we've seen I've seen like I know people in my life that like blaringly show that like um, it's in the good times um, that you become less grateful. To be honest, mm-hmm. like you, it's easy to not see. Um, that work and that provision because you just feel like everything's fine and everything's coasting so like always being grateful and like making that the attitude that will actually bring you happiness and not just searching for enough or searching for the happy um, and then somehow expecting to just be thankful for it like I feel like it's so much better to do that and uh, yeah I think he said uh, it was out of first Thessalonians 5 always be joyful never stop praying this is god's will that's kind of the main ideas out of that verse but yeah judd stopped on like god's will for us is to be thankful in all circumstances yeah that's good so good which is awesome cool well we'll uh kind of shift into the uh the next little section here which is all about application um you know when we come together as a team when we come together as a community when you're here when you're in studying in in the word yourself maybe you know, you're reading in the Bible app and following a reading plan, like always, always look for, well, what, what does this mean for me right now? Like, that's a great idea to live by. Like always search for what you can apply into your life. Like it's fun to just learn things. Right. Um, but what actually changes us is what can we apply into our life? So we like to hit this on the podcast as well. Like what are some suggested ideas for application or where where are we um ourselves making some application points so let's shift into that what did you guys have for this area i'll go first we're all being so courteous today uh (laughs) no for me like truth truthfully um you know i want to be able to lead my family well i want to be able to uh, take each one of these emotions because I do think they're very real. Now, if I were to be honest, that uh, I'm at a season of my life that like depression isn't something um, that I'm personally struggling with right now. I'm not saying that I don't have my struggles; uh, they're just not with this emotion. And um, but that doesn't mean that I can't start bringing health and be mindful of this emotion. And um, you know, for leading a family, especially with three girls. Um, that, you know, are very, they're all getting ready to enter some influential stages of life. And, sure. um, just, you know, I want to know that they, the, I raised kids that were full of gratitude. Um, the application for us is I, I truly think to, you know, along the lines of that quote, to be a happy family, like it's going to start with gratitude, gratitude, you know, happiness comes out of gratitude. And so, um, we're going to start, you know, we do family dinner three or four times a week right now. And so I think at family dinner and you can take this with your families, if you have um, family still at home or it's you and your spouse, but before we even really break into dinner or at least before we finish, um, just talking about something that we're grateful for right now and just lifting up and making gratitude a verbal, um, a a verbal, what would you call that? Like action in our home. Um, that we're, we're is ongoing and, and lives on a weekly basis so that we're just reflecting on what we're grateful for. Cause I think so many times when you get together, it's like, Oh, this happened today. Or can you believe yeah, it? And you're almost sure. like talking on the negative. Um, and then by the time you're done with dinner, homework, 
bath time, bed, it's like, all right, yeah, just I'm ready for today to be over. And it's all because like you just kind of reflected on the negative of the day. So I think we're going to shift gears and we're going to talk about what we're grateful for and make that part of the conversation. So good. Yeah, I would say um, one last line that Judd ended on was the idea of he's like, live in kindness. I think that's one step that I want to take. It's just like, how can I live in kindness? How can I? He yeah. also said that community is keys. Like, so how in my community can I live in kindness? How can I kind of like you're saying, Nick, with like just putting it out there. Um, so yeah. when I see people, how can I be kind in that way of whether it's complimenting them, giving them a hug, high five, yeah, kind of being more intentional and personal with what I say to people and putting it just out in the world. Like once it's said, it's like it's said and it's out there. Yeah. Um, and kind of like hoping that like spreads like wildfire in a way of just like being positive, like letting that positive positivity kind of spread to people like oh he complimented my shirt like that was yeah. really cool and like now yeah. i feel like i'm gonna go kind of like with the when you go to starbucks and someone like pays for you in front of you, like oh now i'm gonna pay for someone behind yeah. me so it's like how can i live in kindness and hope that god just continues to carry that through yeah. people and in their heart so i think that's one next step for me is just really while i'm out in the lobby or i encourage anyone out at their out at the locations just like find ways to intentionally take a moment and just find something different in each person like how can i how can I help this person today yeah. and be kind to them today? I think that makes all the difference. I really like that. Yeah, I think my application, <clears throat> sorry, sorry for that. I don't know why I got a frog in my throat. Uh, but I think my application um, is just like what I'm living through right now is putting people in my life that could help me either recognize like um, that I'm not positive or like, um, but really just come together and just really uh, be able to hold accountability, but like to go towards the goal to just live life with like all this positivity um, I think, like you said, like, especially if I think a prayer request, I think the first thing I do is state everything that went wrong, um, which it's like, there's so many things that went right. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. Um, yeah, let's pray for those things. I, uh, if you're listening, like, let's always pray for the bad things and for God to move in our life. But let's be grateful. I want to be grateful. I just want people around me who have that same mindset of like, God's doing amazing things uh, in our life. And let's recognize that. And let's just um, keep pushing towards a goal. Let's just do this life together and just challenge you out there. Like just the whole, uh, sadness thing. Like if you're going through something, reach out to someone. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's someone you can reach out to here at central. If it's a team, if it's finding me in the lobby, if it's at your location, you know, the leaders there just like encourage you to reach out. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Yeah. Um, just have a community. There's a community here, here at central that just want to walk with you with every going, everything you're going through or just want to be your friend. Um, and I think like my life journey, like coming up until central, I didn't have those friends where I could just say that. And now I do. So I encourage you if you don't have that to just reach out and get a community around you. Yeah. That's, great. That's good. That's awesome. And uh, that leads really well. Like mine was all about that idea of don't do it alone. And, um, I thought of that for myself as well as for others. Like I want to, um, just hammer that into my brain, no matter if, if I get frustrated about something or if anything's kind of like stewing on me, I think the worst thing you can ever do is to just isolate yourself. And that's our natural tendency, but it's in that isolation is when you're by yourself that you just, your mind takes over and, um, you just spiral into the negative. You don't lean on anyone. You can't have good perspective. So I just, I just want to like hammer that into my brain, like judge uh, shared that, you know, super depressing, sad story of pastor Jared Wilson, uh, recently, uh, taking his own life. And it's like, man, I just want to make sure that no matter what I, 
always surround myself with people. Like, what can I do to always keep that key in first? But also, how can what can I be doing now to help other people not do it alone? You know, like it's yeah. not just about myself, but like when I see people kind of slip off onto their own or maybe withdraw, like what kind of things can I be doing intentionally to text, reach out? like give opportunities to pull people back in. So I think that's my big thing for uh, this week's application. Love it. Any closing thoughts, Pastor Nick? I don't have any. I mean, I'm just, I'm excited. Like this is, I just hope, you know, you guys are all catching on to just what an incredible season this is. I told our central Vegas Valley team today just like i feel like there's these moments throughout the ministry year that god just you know he wants to see central hit a home run and when i say home run it's not to give any spotlight on central but to give a spotlight on the life change that he's just getting ready to facilitate you know to to make happen facilitated through central and uh he just in the context of like if this were a home run derby you know, an event, a uh, uh, competition set up for the pitcher to pitch the kind of pitch that the batter can hit out of the park, right? Like that's the whole idea. You're not trying to trick the batter. You're not trying to blow one past the batter. You're not trying to uh, throw a nasty curveball. You're trying to pitch something that he can hit and you know he can hit. It's in his style of hitting to just hit it out of the park. And uh, behind the pitcher mound right now in this home run derby is God and he is just yeah. throwing one down the middle that he knows that we can crush out of the park as a church. And if we just swing the bat, like if we go really hard this season and inviting our friends and just get them to church, I think he's saying like, I want to show you the life change that's going to be facilitated through this church. And I want you guys to be a part of that. I want that to be part of your reward is just seeing all this happen. And so hopefully like that excites you. Um, You know, we want to see your friends here. We want to see your neighbors here. We want to see your family here. Um, and we just want a chance to, to do some life with them and tell them about Jesus. So anyway, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Love that. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, it's awesome doing this time with you each week. Uh, remember to hang on to what it says in Romans eight, that if God is for us, who can be against us? us, keep showing up on the weekends and we'll see you this upcoming week. See ya. Peace. See you everybody. Bye. time open all the doors and let you out into the world closing time turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl closing time one last call for alcohol so finish your whiskey or beer Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here I know who I want to take me home